don't you hate when you're watching one of your favorite movies and think, whoa, that didn't age well? Or when you see a reboot of your childhood fave and think, did we really need this? Honestly, same. same. That's why we started the Nostalgia Podcast. A podcast where we discuss the retelling or continuation of pop culture favorites as seen through a queer and feminist lens. That's Jessica Tercero. And that's Eric Lefebvre. Come join us for our bi-weekly conversations about pop culture reboots centered around things like The patriarchy Systemic racism Harmful stereotypes and overgeneralizations And really just distinguishing when people just need to sit this one out. Listen in on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. That's Nostalgia, spelled N-O-T-S-T-A-L-G-I-A. Get it? Not nostalgia. Like nostalgia, but with an extra T, so it's like not nostalgia. <laughs> follow us for fun, critical conversations about media. And remember, stay cute. And stay critical. Bye! Like we all just got new skates and we're like rolling up to the skate park. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, welcome oh. to the Lousy Advice Podcast. Um, I'm going to just be brave and go ahead and say that my name is Eric. My name's Shelby. That was very brave of you. And my name's Jake. Thank you, Jake. I appreciate that. You're welcome. This week, Aww. we're joined by a very special guest, Rob Lanterman of Hidden Home Records and of Shrug Dealer, the band. Whoa. Welcome to the effing party. Such a good band name. Shrug Dealer is dope. That's Thanks. A, it's a great. I didn't come up with it. It's um, like such a sick name. Thank you. You're welcome. You can it's, take full, uh, you can take full credit. We won't. Well, it's yeah. We're biased. It's the one so we we'll all agreed you. on. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one we all agreed on. Was it was it given to you by a YouTuber's bald brother? You know, it wasn't. But let's <laughs> okay. say it was. Do you want to hear what lousy advice could have been called? It was on our short list. Oh wait. What was it? I forget. Huckleberry, yeah, was it? Da- Huckleberry Daddy. Oh, yeah. Huckleberry Daddy. From, oh, from... yeah. I'm really glad you didn't do that. Same. From, <laughs> it's, it's from when we were driving through Montana or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And we just were, really were that stoked big on Huckleberry. Huckleberry. Sad, that, that big Huckleberry sign was there. And someone, it was probably fucking Eric, said Huckleberry Daddy. <laughs> yeah, probably. that was probably you. Did you guys play Montana? We did. Yeah, we yeah, played we Missoula. Did. We played Missoula. So I lived over in the pnw for years and never played montana oh. and <laughs> I, regu- I don't know why that i regularly forget show. that's right there no i'm just kidding you're three hours ahead of us and i know that this is a little late for you so i don't want to yeah very professional of you guys to uh recognize the time difference yes we try, yeah. we try yeah. our best you're well that first. was that was largely shelby so um i do not remember and regularly forget <laughs> so it's really only six o'clock there it yeah six twenty-five. oh I like that is, off work. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. One of us was exaggerating. Which one was it? We'll never know. Well, I just looked at the clock, so it's you. <laughs> My uh, bad. <laughs> um, this is the Menzingers episode. The where... what? Whoa, buddy. Wait, did I say it wrong? The Menzingers? Menzingers? Yes. Menzingers. Yeah. Oh, what? Okay, I'm going to scratch that. Hold on. Take it back. Eric, edit Menzingers sounds like a birth control pill. Yeah, Menzingers. Menzingers. Men. So Men. my sister told me when I started listening to this band. That it was a... Menzingers, especially. Menzingers? I'm going to shut up. Talk. <laughs> this is the Menzingers episode. Um, like, like, like the gender and then the dessert treat. 
this man <laughs> the zinger. Zinger. what is a zinger you've never dessert? had a zinger it's it's, it's, it's like right a uh alley. it's like a, uh, a it's kind of like a twinkie it's kind of like a twinkie no. but it's got a bunch of frosting on top i hate it not it is exactly like a twinkie is what are you talking about no i don't like know twinkie? it i don't know oh you're talking she about said it. no <laughs> I was thinking it was more like a Swiss roll, kind of, but like with more frosting over it. It's like a Twinkie version of a Swiss roll. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Yeah, you know what, Jake? You're right. You would yeah. know. You gas station hot dog lover. I actually hate, hate zingers, but you know. Well, it's but I do what? love gas station hot dogs with nacho cheese. Yes. This is That's the, bad. That is real bad. <laughs> you, I'm regularly concerned, Jake, but you know what? Live your beautiful life. I love whatever brings you joy. Yeah. Um, this is the Menzingers episode, and this <laughs> in this episode, let me just break it down for you. We're essentially deciding on the top eleven Menzingers songs, um, canonically forever in history, um, never to be changed or uh, as duplicated. Taylor, as Taylor Swift said, forever and always. Forever and always. Um, yeah. As T. As Good Charlotte said, always and forever. <laughs> And we love Dang. That's... I think as as um, Ted uh, Talk. Oh, hello. As um oh God. Oh my god, you interrupted us for it. this? <laughs> I lost it. I lost it. <laughs> okay. Um Rob, what is your history with the band the Menzingers? Hold on, I'm texting someone and telling them that I just brought up good Charlotte on this Menzingers podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> we we played a good Charlotte cover before so we're we're all for no sad yeah, girls uh, club no. and well Damn, sad girls club and lightweight we rotated like sad girls club started it and as it progressed lightweight <clears throat> members started taking over our instruments so yeah. so because we were playing the same show. okay so really I, I love that i love that i'm really uh bummed that we weren't a part of your guys' split but it's okay we'll complain later um, <laughs> oh. so i think it wasn't I our choice so my okay, so my experience with the Menzingers. Well, I actually right. have a lot of sincere, I have a lot of sincere thoughts about the Menzingers, um, but uh, I just got out. I just got done from hanging with a friend um, and drinking and eating pizza. So I'm in like a I'm in a I'm in a pop punk mood naturally. Um, but but to put it to put it lightly, um, I heard the Menzingers. I think on um, whatever that EP was they did for Red Scare before their second album. But then I didn't really get into them till on the impossible past, like most people. Yeah. And um, that I heard at a time I was going through a breakup. I was sad, and it it hit me. And um, that uh, it actually like I mean I've done like solo stuff forever, like solo acoustic, my name kind of stuff, and it kind of like really influenced that stuff too because they are kind of like folky songs, but played through like a you know like a full band kind of idea so um yeah i think that they were for me they were one of the first bands that kind of like made vulnerability and like capital p punk rock really palatable for me you know and like really accessible um so i mean i mean obviously there's like a vulnerable punk rock across the spectrum but like um they just did it in a way that like really hit me personally this is like 2013 when this happened yeah it was like that it was kind of a i was i was gonna say the height of that stuff you said yeah. they were kind of brought emotional punk rock to the forefront and i'm like avril lavigne ever heard of her? <sighs> I love her um but i missed my joke i got it in there anyways um oh, well thank you for saying it yeah i'm sorry i had to interrupt you to to do that 
Um, but thank you for Please, your it's your, it's your podcast. I know, but I'm such like a, I don't know. Um, okay, Jake, what's your history with the Menzingers? <laughs> Just tell yeah, us. So, tell um, us now. I feel like they were always a band that was kind of in the background and people would talk about in a way. Um, especially since they were kind of wrapped up in the Red Scare kind of deal. Like their first two records are on uh, Red Scare, I believe. Um, Funny how they, I never knew uh, that. Really? Me neither. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Sorry. Big, big, big fan. Big, big fan. Jake, is that food? Oh, yes, it is. What is take, it? Take your sandwich out then. It's a sandwich. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm a hungry boy. Um, so I feel like they're, um, the first time I really checked them out was, so there was, there's a Lawrence Arms 10th anniversary show. I got to bring Lawrence Arms into this because they're oh. like heavily linked Every episode. Together. Yeah. Um, so uh, at the 10th anniversary show, um, they played 106 South, which is a song that the drummer Neil mm-hmm. sings, and they brought out the drummer for the Menzingers to play. And so uh, I I really liked that version of the song, and then I was like, you know what, I'm just going to check out this band because this drummer's playing here, whatever, whatever. And it was around the time that, um, God, Rented World had probably come out. And oh, that late, huh? I, I went, yeah. the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and I and I and I went to check out um, on the Apostle Pass because that's one that everybody loves, and just fell in love with the record from the first couple of words, like like the way that record starts. Uh, Quote it. You you instantly know if you're gonna like it or not, or if it's significant to you in some way. Like when it starts with you know um, I've been having a horrible time pulling myself together. It's just you know you're like. You either th- that that instantly gets you like rock hard, or <laughs> or uh, talk about a man zinger. <laughs> Wait, or you're just not into it. Sorry. So Eric did listen to that for the first time today in the kitchen. How did you feel? Because I feel like you didn't even acknowledge it. You walked out of the room. So I don't know, and this is just me. I've tried, and I might eat my words at some point in the future. Hopefully, I will. Um. It does not resonate with me. It hasn't resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've tried previously. I've tried recently. And I don't think um, their music has really resonated with me. I like the song Gates. And that was after like covering it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is gorgeous. And hearing you sing it, I was like, this is a great song. <laughs> but it's, it, it just didn't resonate with me initially. Yeah. Well, Shelby, what's yeah. your what's your history with this band? <laughs> I mean, currently, I on YouTube have two different YouTube videos of me covering Gates. Um, so <laughs> when I was nine, I wonder about, what your number one is. It's not Gates. Um, Good. Anyway, yeah, Jake, you can take it back, okay? <laughs> um, so I was probably yeah nineteen or so when I listened to On the Impossible Pass. I think it had been out for a little bit of time. Uh, but I, I too was going through a breakup like Rob, but I had dumped the guy and I was fine. Um, but <laughs> I, I heard Gates um, and I was like, oh, my God, this song's beautiful. And then I heard the obituaries and because I, I was a maniac and I didn't know that you should listen to that like on in the right order. So I had it on shuffle. Um, but literally I got through every single song, every single song, like hit some sort of chord within me, every single yeah. song. Um, did I say that enough times? Every single song? Anyway, um, so I've just kind of been a big stan ever since. And I've, but somehow I've never seen them live. Like, I've always worked shitty service really? jobs, and I've never been able to see them live. I've never been able to make it to a show. Oh, I was just going to say, they're one of the, they're one 
not the first, or like the second maybe band that I ever traveled for to see. Okay. What, I, uh, what tour was that? It was that? like right when I started. So I, so for people who aren't aware of Hidden Home, I live in New York, um, but I am from Boise, Idaho. I had booked the band Sundressed on their first show in Boise the night that the Menzingers were playing. And so I drove to Salt Lake the next day to go see them. And the tour was the Menzingers, Lemuria, um, Pup, and Cayetana. That was a Whoa. show I wasn't able to make that devastated And me. Um, Yeah, Menzingers headlined. Lemuria uh, was right before them. And then Pup was, you know, second. Cayetana was first. I think I bought Cayetana's EP in like a paper bag incredible it was like really cool like and like and like looking like i saw you know once i moved to new york i saw pop play to like two thousand people and i was like this is kind of like cool you know like it was like one of those full circle moments of like oh yeah it was just cool and i think that was like right after rented world came out so um yeah spam means a lot to me i'll shut up my my favorite my favorite menzingers record oh i was gonna say rented world huh Okay, so on the impossible past is <laughs> inarguably so the best. Be so shut the this fuck is up. Be messy. Shut up. So Alrighty. on the impossible past is inarguably the best Menzingers record. Okay, we all know this. We all acknowledge this. Rented World is my favorite. They, those two things can be true at the same time. It's true. It's true. <clears throat> Sometimes I, um, you go through a traumatic event, and the Menzingers write a fucking entire record about just feeling like shit again for the second yeah. time ever yeah so i was, I, um, I was gonna say look. i went and saw menzingers and forgot that i saw them that is upsetting <laughs> um, i've seen them i've seen them twice you've seen them twice and the first time i saw them it was at fest and they played and they played <laughs> all of on the impossible pass from front to back oh, i would scream and it Ooh. was the only time they've played freedom bridge ever the only time Wow. Really? There. It was fantastic. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, this song is like a bummer and hard to play, so we really don't play it. And so they actually played that song. They're like, okay, so we don't end on a bummer note. They played a Bouncing Souls cover of of um of Mantham to end know. the set, which, which was a bummer for me because I was like, huh? yeah, they played Mantham. <laughs> what a choice they made. <laughs> I saw I saw them play Kate is great once. Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Um, let's jump into the game. Let's fucking do it. Cool. I'm ready to fight. Let's hit it. I'm going to read this beautiful script that Jake s- sent and wrote. Um, hello <laughs> and welcome to Toon Draft, a game in which members of lousy advice and or guests will competitively collaborate to create artist or genre centric best of lists. My name's Eric. I'm going to be your draft commissioner and creating tonight's lists will be list singular. Whoa. Will be Jake Shelby and Rob. This is how it's going to go. I'm going to go off script. This is me winging it. Can you believe this? Um, so we're going to play a game of trivia before the game starts to decide who's picking what. The picking positions are 11, 10, 6, and 3, 9, 8, 5, and 2, and 7, 4, and 1. So each person will get to pick one of those things, and that depends on if they get the trivia 
questions correct. Um, for this trivia game, there are only two rules. One is the Alex Trebek Memorial rule, which is I must finish the question before anyone can answer. And the second rule is the Lord Bullington rule, which is only one wrong guess before anyone answers, meaning you can't answer a second time until Fucking at least stop everybody. Stop looking at me like that while you're eating that sandwich, Jake. I'm <laughs> so sorry to interrupt you, Eric. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah. Do you have any questions before I jump into trivia? Can you repeat the uh, positions that we can? Oh yeah. Be so, going for. So one one position selection will be eleven, ten, six, and three. The second one will be nine, eight, five, and two. And then uh, the last position will be seven, four, and one. Yeah. So that one gets one less pick, but you get to pick the number one song of the canon forever and ever. Amen. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading my list over. Sorry. I really you're weirded out, but you could tell I was. You're gonna have you to tell I was looking at you. I, you could. You were just looking me in my eyes. I could just tell. But I wasn't even looking at the camera. But That's you what's were looking at me. It. I knew it was for me. I That's don't know. fucked up. <laughs> I knew it was oh, for it me. Was. Do you have any questions, Rob? I'm going to say no. Okay. We're going to jump into the trivia. To buzz into trivia, you just say your name. Whoever I hear first, I will be biased, and I'll pick whoever I like and or want to pick. (laughs) Um, So there's not really any way that that goes. So just say your name if you know the answer, and then, um, yeah. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Speaking of men zingers, these songs (laughs) are about dad jokes or funny male comedians. Question one. This famous 1978 sitcom launched Robin Williams into early stardom. Jake. Jake. Is it Mark and Mindy? Ding, ding, ding. We have a correct answer from Jake. You know what I want, baby. I want that 9852. 9852, okay. God damn it, you son of a bitch. 9852. Gorgine. For those of you not watching, Jake just dabbed in 2021. Dabbing. That's when you just hit it. Okay. Um, are our other two contestants ready to move on? Sure. Gorgine. Gotta... <laughs> um, this next one's uh, a bit of a ringer, but just what what comes to mind initially, you're probably correct. Knock, knock. Who's there? Somebody's got to buzz in. Shelby. Shelby. <laughs> Shelby who? No, say the first one. <laughs> what? Shelby, what? Who's there? Yeah, you got it right. <laughs> Shelby gets it. With, that was so who, fucking dumb. With who's there? Um, dad jokes, right? Men zingers. Hey, to be honest yeah, with yeah, you, yeah. to be honest <laughs> with you, I think that Shelby got it wrong, but it's fine. Your opinion doesn't I don't matter. Care. That was so confusing. Whoa. I don't care. She I know, said so Shelby. She said Shelby. Who? No, but she said after she buzzed in. She said first, who's there? Yeah. So off I the thought we were doing a bit. I mean, it yeah, kind of is fair. a bit. I'm just it's so fine. funny. It's I'm so sorry. It. Go with it. I'm so sorry. I'm just hilarious. I win. What do you want? Okay, yeah. Seven, four, and one. Seven, four, and one. Goes to Shelby. Once again, that whoa. means Give Rob will be getting 11, okay. 10, 6, and 3. Although you have a lot of picks. The ve- so. And the veto override. And the veto. Oh, I didn't explain this. So every person gets yeah, a veto. It gets a veto. So if somebody plays a song, Jake has two vetoes he's pointing out. Um, so if somebody plays a song that you're like, that song stinks, I hate it, uh, I veto it, and then they have to play a different song and can't play that song again. Um, and so since you're in this position, you also get, on top of that, a veto override, meaning if you see that interaction happen where somebody vetoes a song, you can jump in and say, actually, I agree with the person who picked the song. It stays vetoes canceled. So I get one veto and one veto override. That yes. is correct. Yes. 
You have power. Sick. Yeah. So there's. But some, I get the number one choice. You do. And there's some and perks so, to this position. And and so the ones that I get to choose really quick are. 11, 10, 6, and 3. Okay, cool. Yeah. Gorge, Sweet. Gorge. Is everyone ready to start? Gorgina. Yes. Welcome to the show uh, for the fifth time. <laughs> this is the Mezingers episode. This is top 11, the top 11 Menzingers. Did I say Mezingers again? I'm sorry. The top it's, 11 Menzingers songs of all time, undisputably. The Menzingers, if you're listening to this, any of you, um, we're, you're welcome <laughs> for doing this job for you. Um, we're going to start off at spot number 11. Rob? What's your pick? What's what your number it? 11 pick? Um, I'm going to say my friend Chris. Okay. Okay. We're <laughs> getting some. Jake we're getting, is blinking. We're getting some eye <laughs> work. Some eye. I, I um, Rob, why did you pick this song? Um, well, first of all, I'm actually. Uh, so before preparing for this, I readied 12 songs. Hmm. And I am erasing one of my songs to put this I don't, in. That was I want to interrupt. Choice. I don't want to interrupt, but did you mean my friend Kyle? No, I meant my friend Chris. Okay, I'm just making sure. Um, so this song is one that I heard late in my Menzingers uh, fandom. It's on like an it's on like an EP. So I guess I'm yeah, just being kind of a dick. One. Um, it's um, it's hard. The Menzingers do a lot. Of, <laughs> you guys look so sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're like open books (laughs) it's it's just it's a good storytelling song it as as like a songwriter it goes back to the the hook well without being too cliche um it's um it's the only like sad acoustic-y one i put on my list Mm. but i think that it's legitimately like it sticks out in their catalog as one that is um, really, um, really, and like they've done like a whole acoustic album, and this song, like, out, you know, in my opinion, like, stands out among all of those, like, like above all those. I think it just, um, yeah. I mean, I'm doing a bad job of explaining. It. I just really like the song. How about that? It's okay. Honestly, explaining why you like something can be so stressful, and I feel that all the time on this podcast. Yeah. So I feel that sentiment. Yeah. And it's also a huge game changer because it oftentimes the emotional weight behind a song and the pick can sway the judges sometimes yeah. sometimes and also this is number 11 yeah exactly yeah so it's a choice for sure but it's number 11 you so know wait shelby how do you feel about it then i think it's a snoozer but that's okay snooze. that's fine that's just my <laughs> opinion not all media is for me we're hitting snooze on this one jake yeah it's um i only have one pre-impossible song on my list, and this obviously isn't it. Seriously? Yeah. Same. Um, <laughs> that's just the way it worked out, man. Yeah, this is going to be a fun episode. And it's like Ooh. number three. The only pre impulsive I have is number three. Red Scare. <laughs> um, shout out. Sorry, they, Toby. Uh, <laughs> shout, shout out, Toby. Um, they, uh, yeah, this song is kind of a snoozer, but it's good. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's number 11, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really going to be like, oh my God, like, how did this make the, make the list, or whatever. Uh, it's good. And you know it's it's a great song. That's pretty pretty fucking interesting because those. you definitely vetoed me at number eleven. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, but Lawrence Arms are like my favorite. Like if we were doing like a Sprainerd list, I'd be throwing vetoes left and right. Yeah, that Sprainard. would be honestly kind of a bloodbath. Okay, we'll get um, there one day. So, but since you know, 
Men's and Girls are only like my third or fourth favorite band. We're we're gonna we're gonna keep it here <laughs> at eleven. It's fine. We're in comfortable territory. Okay. Great. Yeah. Well, then that means we're officially locking it in. My friend Chris, number eleven. Locked. Oh man, I've already ruined it. <laughs> I'm just started. Sometimes it be like that. Sometimes that's. I'm excited for the potential. That Which my is so funny because <laughs> you you kind of formulate an idea of what you think everybody else is gonna play. Yeah. yeah. And then somebody plays something and you go like. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> I never right. in a million years. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, Jake, I thought that you would be all Tom. I thought you'd be like a big oh, Tom. No, fan. I only wow, have one Tom totally song wrong. on my list. I only have one yeah. Tom song on my list. That's so funny. Um, cool. Well, speaking of that, it's your pick again. We're back at number speaking 10. Speaking of Tom? No, speaking of, oh, uh, of cool. Of cool. No, but speaking of or, Tom. Speaking of, oh, perfect. See, okay. I, there was a segue um, there and I had no even idea. No even idea? No even idea. Exist. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're okay, moving sorry. right along, guys. Uh, yeah, we're going to sneak it over. Number 10. I'm going to say uh, number 10, bad things. Okay. Um, why bad things? I actually do like that um, song. Okay, so the thing about bad things is um, this is around the time that I started realizing... I have actually... I have more to say about this, but I started... I'm going to say this don't follow it to its farthest <laughs> logical conclusion. Um, it's when I started realizing that Greg does a lot of the things that I don't like about the Menzingers. Okay. okay. Um, and I real and I started really thinking that Tom was kind of underrated as far as his writing goes. I think bad things is really cool because um, the lyrics are really haunting and dark. It ends in the bridge. I love songs that end in the bridge. Um, I rarely think you ever need like a third chorus. Um, I, I I think the lyric at the end, the whole song is really dark. And at the end, he's like, I'm going to do it this time. And he sings that over and over again. Yeah. It's got a lot of like loud, heavy, soft dynamics back and forth. And um, I just, I think it's kind of an underrated Menzinger song. I agree with um, that. Yeah. So that's why I, there you go. Thank you, Shelby. Actually, if there was one of his songs that I would put on my list, this song did not make my list, but it was on a longer version. I think it's a great song. Mm -hmm. Also, in a really sadly relatable, I have a lot of dreams that my teeth are falling out all the time. So yeah. just to have that be mm -hmm. the first line of a song was very resonate resonating with me. Does that make sense? Yeah, oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, that's a good song. I think it's a sleeper too. Jake, how, how are you vibing with this choice? Um, So, okay. this is where we start <laughs> with... Sweet. Uh, the discourse about Rented World. I strongly dislike that record. Why? I just think... I feel like that's such uh, a take. To borrow a term from a previous episode, I think it's a flaccid record. Whoa. I think it's got... That right there, that's a men zinger. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it has... Uh, there are three songs on that record I like. What songs are they? Actually, no, we'll see. Um, no, we'll we'll um actually, I'm probably not gonna play the one that made my list, but it's fine. Yeah, it just is such a an unexciting vibe of a record that I just can't get behind it because you know mm -hmm. the thing that I like from from them a lot is uh the songs are energetic and exciting, but they're also a bum out, and I feel like this record is yeah. all just bum out. Sometimes you need that. Yeah, that. but that's not why I'm going to them. 
<laughs> like like I'm going you go, to them. You have for other that. sources for those. I'm going guys. to them for going, you know, for the I will fuck this up being in an exciting, energetic mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's why I can't I don't like this record that much. But that being said, it's number ten. Um, and I'll, I'll I can leave it here. That's fine. Okay. Well, here we go. We love uh we I, love I, I, I wanna shape the bottom of this list. You're shaping okay. it. You want to yeah. shape a bottom? I like it. <laughs> I mean, that's what I, I'm. Try, I'm also trying to shape a bottom. A um, lot of lot of squats. Aren't we all? Aren't we I, all? I just bought a workout axe, so yeah. I'm definitely trying oh, to shape a bottom. You know what I just bought? I bought what? one of those leg bands where you like spread your legs and like squat, and so it's engaging. Oh, and then you yeah. do that like leg kickback. Anyways, it's it's, it's kind of working. It's really nice. Um, the tension on that thing is crazy. It's crazy. It's so strong. Oh my god! And my legs are about to be so strong. Get out of here. Okay. Uh, Hell yeah. Locking in number 10 with bad things. That means we're going to Jake's first pick, number nine. Jake. So I'm going to do. Sorry, I cut you off. I mean, if you want to run the show. <laughs> like, by Sorry, all means. All... What were you going to say? What were you going to say? I, I want to okay, hear you okay, setting fine, me up. Fine, 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 fine. Here we go. Jake. <laughs> yes. No, that's it. That was my setup. Go for it. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to do what I did the past couple times and just start with my top five or whatever, or top four, just to get what I want on the list. So I'm going to play my second favorite song off of On the Impossible Pass because I want it to make the list, and I don't know if anybody else is going to play it. Obviously, I would love for it to be higher up, but I want to get on this list, and it is going to be Mexican Guitars. Oh, no. (laughs) I love that song. Are we mad that's about that? That's also my no. That's my second favorite on on the Impossible Pass too. Oh yeah, wow! It is a, um, lyrically, I think it is just so. It's such a good song about just having a friend that you've played music with for a long time. Yeah, and just having that relationship, that kind of uh, like me and Donnie or me and Brian kind of relationship, where it's like you know, like you're an old friend. You know, just this, this whole thing about, you know, and, and the way, the way that I picture, you know, that like, it's like the, the lyrics are so vivid in my head about, you know, a you on our Mexican guitars talking about having like either like to, for some reason in my head, it brings up like Mexican made fenders. Cause those are the cheaper versions of them. Yes, you know what I mean? like, yeah. Yeah. Me like too, us, yeah. like having those cheaper guitars and just doing what we can to make music and stuff like that. Um, and it, it's just, it's just so good at painting a visual picture of this song. One of my, it, the, the line in this one that makes it for me is that, um, you know, you covered up your innocence in bad, in bad tattoos um, of the bands you loved in high school. Uh, the ones you said that I had to listen to, it's just so fucking good. And it just is. I love songs that tackle friendship relationships as opposed to, and that's what we try to do in Lightweight a lot, where it's like more about friendship relationships than like romantic ones. Mm-hmm. And because I just think that that's an underserved subject where it's about, you know, it's like, you because know, th- th- those are intimate relationships that you have for a long time, sometimes longer than romantic relationships. So yeah. I feel much deeper about those sometimes. Yeah, that's totally. That's yeah, I yeah. also hate relationships. <laughs> um, no, that's a good point. That song. Yeah. That song, it gives it gives me the same sort of fuzzy feelings that Copilot gives me. Oh, like yeah, just, it it's really, kind of similar. It really is like your pal and you playing music from the dawn of time. It's a song that I directly associate with Travis, so I totally, 
feel that it. same sentiment. And I uh, love yeah. that did not make my list. Um, that being said, but it's a great song. I just love a lot of songs, and that one wasn't on my short list, okay, buddy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm going to go listen to this now. I mean, it sounds cool. I Really, I could be swayed with any yeah, story. I'm, like, so invested now. Yeah. Um, Rob, you like this song? You said it's your one of your favorites? Oh, I love it. I would be really sad if it wasn't on the list. So if it has to go at number nine, that's fine. Like, I like honestly, and, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to fight it. Honestly, it was my number two. Gorge. So like, yeah. Let's, I should have left it. Cause I could have played yeah, something no, else and would have been yeah, higher. Let's, let's let's go with it, man. Oh yeah. For so sure. we're so we're good locking it in. Synergy. Oh yeah. Mexican guitars at number nine. You know what that means? It's still Jake's turn. That means it's still Jake's turn. It's number eight, Jake. Yes, it is. It is. What are you thinking? <laughs> um. Okay. So I'm gonna play. My number three here. Do it then. And it's the pre-impossible pass song. It is going it is from a seven inch called Hold On Dodge. And it is a song called <laughs> Oh God. I don't like this. It's a song called Sunday Morning. <laughs> you hate that song? <laughs> Rob, big feelings. I like the no doubt one better. You can be. Rob, I'm really curious about, curious about the reaction. I think Sunday Morning is good. I'm just afraid that the song that I have off that EP is not going to get picked. Oh, and see. so so you're going to have to pick yeah. it. Whoa. I mean, we'll see. Um, um, my thing about Sunday Morning that I love is it is such early. It has such a gritty vibe to it. That song. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Greg's voice, like Greg normally has a has a nice voice. And in this one, he is just like screaming and hoarse. And I just absolutely fucking love it. And it just is, you know, uh, I think it's like weirdly musically unlike them, like what they would normally do. But I have absolutely love that. And and you know, just the 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 whole the, the like chorus where he's just like screaming, uh, it's just absolutely phenomenal and that's why it would be my number three because it's it's got such a vibe where you're like yeah like I've, I've never seen him play it but i would love love to see them play it shelby you have feelings i do i'm not going to play upon those feelings i'm just a little disappointed that's all why what i just don't really care for anything before on the impossible past and i genuinely okay. have given it a, i've given it a fair Thanks, fan i've given it a fa- real <laughs> fucking try so i don't want to hear it out of you i have listened to the shit okay i yeah. actually listened a few times it's just not for me okay they found a sound that targeted the audience <laughs> that is me and that is who they ended up playing towards after yeah, on the true. impossible past so that's just that vibes but i'm not vibes. gonna veto you Cause I'm a little nervous about what's going to happen later in the game. <laughs> so I'm keeping it safe. Okay. This is going to be a bloodbath. This yeah, is going to get really nerve wracking. It's going to get rough at the top. So Rob, you said you like this song and you're going to keep it. Yes. Or are you thinking? Yeah, I'm going to keep it. Yeah. It's not. Begrudgingly. Well, I kind of like, yeah, I'm going to say begrudgingly. And like, I've listened to your guys' podcast. I feel like maybe I'm going to become Jake in this episode. Um, oh, no. Where I'm just like bummed about everything, <laughs> but I let it slide is that, for. Uh, hold on, for is, that, is that really the perception of me? Because I feel like I feel like I come out on top more than I do bummed out. That's good for you. I I think that you That's are so more willing to be 
sad about people's choices. Oh yeah, I'm definitely more willing to <laughs> show how sad I am for sure. Uh, yeah, everyone else to show it and then leave it. You're you're more right. you're more. I mean, I. Well, okay, I guess I guess the thing that I think about when I think of Sunday morning is I think about I actually think about a hidden home band, and my buddy from one of, from uh, the band Urban Outfielders telling me that he played this for his brother one time when his brother was going through something. And so that's cheesy, but pretty sweet. Yeah. So I, sweet. I'll let it slide. I'm not laughing at it. And if you don't we'll know it, Eric. And also, it's a good song. It's not worth the vetoing. I feel like if I have a veto, I need to save it. For if what? you don't you know? know Eric, the chorus of the song is it's literally, a good song. It's literally, don't worry, brother, this will blow over. Oh, Jeez. so that's the that's the giggle. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. No, I was so, laughing at the name of the band because I think that that's genius. So Urban need... Outfielders, Gorge. That's so fun. Yeah, it was like a, it's like the Ramones, but all the songs are about baseball. Oh, incredible! Get out of here with that. That's perfect. Why does uh, why does Jake just keep disappearing? This just happens. You're gonna have to go along with it. Yeah. He has his microphone headset on, so he, we just yeah, keep it moving while he gets himself gathered. He's line directing us, telling us to continue <sighs> gorge. We stand. Yeah, cool. Okay, so we're gonna lock in Sunday morning at number eight. You know what that means, Shelby? It's my turn. It's your turn. First pick. Oh my god. Shelby number seven. Okay, so since we know I'm such a rented world stan. Oh! Ah, shut up. <laughs> Screams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this song came into my life exactly when I needed it. And it is, uh, I'm going to choose Where Your Heartache Exists. It's a great song, Jake. What the fuck do you want? Okay. Since Jake's pouring a shot to drown his sorrows. The song is gorgeous, okay? It has that storytelling feeling that I love. Where Your Heartache Exists is what it's called? Yeah. Don't write it down yet. You don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to write it down, and if it gets, I'll scribble out. I can scribble. Um, Rob, Rob, how do you feel about this pick uh, here? What do you want? What, what, what's um, wrong? I'm going to veto it. Ah! Slam. For real? Slam City. Veto just... number one. <gasps> Jake. <laughs> Slammed. That's new. Knocking it so, out. So I want to say. This no. is my favorite oh. song on that record. This was my number this 11. This one you like? It's what? Yes, this song uh, is phenomenal. It's so this is the best good. on that record for sure. What? Wow. Oh, man. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay. No, well, no. I guess I, I got to choose another song. Stick, stick to your guns. See, I told you play, not to write it down. Play your feelings. Play, you know? Yeah, play, yeah vi- play your feelings. Honestly, this podcast at the end of the day, what we're to really me, about is vibes. So vibe out. This is going to be really fun yeah. for me. Okay. I'm going to... Okay, fine. To me, this is the most... It's the most what? Go. No, no, no. no. Go. Explain yourself, because I need to know it's why you beat me. It's one of the most boring songs on the record. It's well, one of the most boring songs on the record to well, me. Well, then you're in for a fucking I think treat. that, like, to me, when this record... So, for me, when this record came out, um, it like they were, in some ways, they were trying to create on the impossible past as far as like subject matter goes and i was like there's no way you feel exactly the same as the record before and this song kind of exemplified that stale feeling to me well shelby i disagree all right it's gone it's vetoed it's knocked out (laughs) okay well i'm gonna put another some another song from rented world in its place i just gotta figure out which one it is jake is actively groaning okay and straining in anguish 
nothing feels good anymore. <laughs> okay, so there's some head shaking, I, I, eye I roll. Most partially because I love it, and partially because I feel like Jake's gonna veto it. What is it called? It's, it's called <sighs> "Nothing Feels Good Anymore." I like this I, song. I I just don't want to hit Shelby with a double veto, but I want to veto it really bad. Live your fucking truth, but I'm just telling you right now that this song is great. It's great. This record is great, and those okay. So a lot of people don't like "Rented World," um, and those are probably two songs that make people not like "Rented World." But I love it. It's I represent a very small amount of people in this world with my music taste, guys. We know this. I mean, vi- again, Shelby, vibe out. Vibe your truth. I'm vibing. Vibe. All I do every single day of my life is vibe. All I do, All is, I do vibe. is vibe. Oh, Whoa. Okay, so we're we're bloodbathing <laughs> on number seven. I'm sorry. Wow. Double veto. This is uh Oh man. There what, were there what? are great there are good songs on that record. I just and Where Your Heartache Exists? Yeah, there are. Phenomenal song. Um this song is just not mm. it, man. I'm still you can putting play another song off this I'm record. Still putting another song you can from still do it. here. Um Let's do one that I like. <laughs> I'm working on Go it. Go for it. It's a, it's got some great songs. I'm not arguing that. Okay. My choice is Transient Love. Which is another total snoozer. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. I'm sorry. Can, I can't even remember that song. <laughs> I'm just sitting at this point to not be doing it. Can you guys hear that? Oh, I yeah. Love I love this fucking song. And I don't care. I don't care who knows it. Although I kind of do. <laughs> okay. So, like, real talk. Real Menzingers are my favorite, like, quote unquote, boring punk band. Yes. <laughs> like, like when I think of like when I think of punk as like a genre that I'm into, Menzingers are kind of like on the boring side. They're like the boring style of it, but they're like maybe my favorite. And and I really like them because they grow on me. So I'm not gonna like complain just because a song is. <laughs> Maybe more mid tempo or slow or anything. Not gonna lie, wouldn't have chosen Transient Love, but also I love that it relates with someone on a different way because that's one of my favorite things about music is how something doesn't get to you, but to someone else it means everything. That's really cool. That's one of the best things about art. I already got to uh, veto where your heartache exists, so I don't care. That's we could have had the best case scenario and you guys made it the worst no. case scenario. We could have had it all rolling in the deep. Jake, we what... started off so strong with we the, your first pick, and then we did. We've just you had gone my heart and soul, um, and you played it. Yeah, if I it just makes you feel better. I have no more songs from that record on my list. I just, Ugh. yeah, it's a rough day for you. Vibe out. It, this is rough so far. Um, Vibe out, Jake. You know, it's it's fine. The Menzingers don't have never written a bad song. <laughs> it's just some are not as good as the others. <laughs> And this is one of those not as good ones. But um, I just cannot veto Shelby again because I feel bad. That oh, means you, and have, you have that, two vetoes. That would be an unprecedented you do have two vetoes, triple don't you? veto. Do you have two yeah, vetoes? I do have two vetoes. I could veto it. I um, can promise you that you'll like what I pick better. Yeah, I, but. I um, promise you. 
then I'm risking more rated world going up higher. No, I have no more songs from it on my record on my list. Yeah, but you still could play them up higher. Though. I wouldn't though. Yeah, but you I just don't want to do that. No, I you do. Wanted... I want him to veto it because then something that everybody likes might get on the list. No, but I, it's only number seven, man. I really got to save this. I really final feel like you should trust something. me for number one and for number. What is my other power one? play? Four. Four. I just a power plays in the works. I really I think, think you're, you're gonna agree me. with me. I'm I think really you're me, and I don't. I'm not. I'm really just trying to make a deal with you to make the best possible Menzingers list I'm there looking... can be. Yeah, but I... Rob's gonna play some dumb song off of Hold On Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I still have a veto, Jake. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna let this happen to us. <laughs> Let's make a choice, Jake. Veto. I'm begging. Veto. <laughs> I just want to clarify here. Let's just go for the first triple veto of all time. Triple veto of all time. Of course it's Shelby. Shelby is the recipient of the first ever triple veto. Uh, Jesus Christ. Cool. I don't regret my choice, but it's fine. My choice? No, no, you might not. I'm sorry that I came in and ruined your podcast. No, 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 you might not. You might not hate it. I literally ran out of space on this line. No, it's Burn After Writing. It's a great song. I don't think I've ever oh, met somebody yeah. who doesn't That's like that choice. song. I think it's a good spot on the list it's for a great it too. Song. It's uh it was a little lower. Kind of an underrated list, song. Yeah, I just it's a great song. It's a vibe. That first It's the only Tom song that made my list. I love it. Well, yeah, and I think what's really special, what makes that Tom song really special is the harmony that Greg does over him. Anyway. Mm. Hell yeah, yeah, it's a great song. What are our general feelings on this? We're all feeling good about the song? Do we all feel good about our choices? I, I love that song. I think lyrically it's really it's a really good song just all around. It's a rager. Um yeah, it's a rager. I think oh, it's a yeah. quintessential <laughs> the quintessential Menzinger song. You think it's a quintessential Menzinger song? I think song? it is. And it's I, number I believe seven. So too. You what? Mm-hmm. They got a lot of good songs, man. Um uh, I feel like a lot of good it's a quintessential one too. Yeah. It's a uh, yeah, it's, it's great. It's just you know the um the second verse is so good, like everything comes together to formulate this like musical hurricane that just becomes this like perfect moment, you know with the with the like syncopated guitar with the weird drum beat with like the lyrics going over it and the harmony it is absolutely just it just creates something special in and that it, moment and it burns and it burns and it burns you know it's true or is that a lyric yes oh love. Um, yes. Cool. So we're good with locking this in. We're vibing. Yes. Cool. We're Absolutely. gonna get the fuck away from number seven. Locking it in. <laughs> Moving on to oh, number man. number six. Rob, we're back to I'm you. I'm hurt. I know. Oh. Oh no. Welcome um, back to the show. So, ooh, this is the only um, rented, not rented world. I'm sorry. This is. Um, Let's see, I'm after Rented World. Um, after the party. This is the only after the... No, I actually had two after the party songs. But um, I'm just going to throw it out. Tell them lies. Oh, that's a good song. How do you feel, Jake? <laughs> do yeah, I how does Jake uh, feel? No, go ahead and talk about it first, Rob. I, I like this song. So you, you can go ahead and, ahead and talk about it. <laughs> um, Your face is just so strong. So when I first heard After the Party, I was like... Oh, they're, you know, the men's, I remember I saw a Facebook status that was like the Menzingers are, sound like a 
good parody of the Menzingers now. <laughs> and um, I, so I felt that way too. But um, I have a specific, there was a, there was a moment where I kept going back to this album just to kind of see if there was more there. And then like, I realized that like when it cuts down and gets to the bridge and gets kind of like sad and emo and like, like admittedly cliche that it, um, and this is, I guess what I meant earlier when I said that like the men's singers write really good parts is like, it got to me. And then like the other, the other thing I remember is uh, right before I moved to New York, my friends in the band Step Brothers played their last show it was with the Menzingers, and I remember them playing the song, and it, you know, it, uh, just it kind of resonated with me at that show, and that part still gets me. Like it's not, and I know it's cliche. I know that like, it's so good, what though. you expect from the Menzingers, but it, um, that idea. It's it's one of those things that it's like I don't want this. I don't want him to write about like tension you can cut with a knife, like resonating with me but the way he does it is it it just does like anyone could write that line but i it's good you know i'm into it and i think that song is a good album starter it's a really fun song and uh especially preparing for this like i listened to the album a lot just to make sure there wasn't anything i was missing and that song just sticks out to me that is such a good song um it didn't actually make my list it's it's a great song um you know it's no, it's yeah. no Charlie's army, but you know it'll do. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Charlie's army's yeah. not on my list, guys. Right. Sorry, it that was, was but yet. it got knocked off when Aaron talked well, some sense into me. <laughs> you know, um, good on him. This is again, Menzingers write really good parts, and like yeah. I think every song on uh, After the Party has something that resonates with me even when I can recognize as a whole that like there are things that like I generally dislike about music that are in the songs like every song on that record has something that has a part for me you know what's nice about the Menzingers too is that sometimes you just listen to a band for the familiarity and that album they gave you a Menzingers album granted it may not have been what they were wanting to make at the time, which is really what the vibes it gives me. It it really feels like a, an album that was written to please an audience. Uh, but that being said, it, yeah, that's a really good song. It's not my favorite well, album, know, but it's not my least favorite. Well, you know, they, uh, I don't, I, don't, I haven't watched like a ton of Menzinger's interviews, but from, like from what I've seen, like they're pretty open about being like, yeah, we do care about what people think. This is our career now. <laughs> and like, yeah, I mean, that I makes respect, sense. I have to respect that honesty, at least. Yeah. Even if it's not my personal approach to art, like, it, that's yeah. that's honest, and I'm not in a position to even have that choice. Yeah. So. Makes um, yeah, what a, what a wonderful champagne problem that would be, right? Right? Gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One day. One day. One day. We're working towards it. Yeah. So One we're day getting... Sad Girls Club. Yeah, yeah I... Um... Yeah. And uh, I love this. Well, lousy advice, ultimately. <laughs> I like how he was like, "Yeah, Sad Girls yeah. is going to be the band that makes it on the Lousy Advice podcast." <laughs> wow, uh, he might be the right. Disrespect. Though. He could be right. No, we never kidding. know. Who knows? I, Either way. Uh, Sorry, I love this song. <laughs> I love this song significantly. Mm-hmm. Are you telling it lies? Is, um, it is becoming more pertinent to my life as i just turned uh 29 last week <laughs> and my 20s are almost over dog it is uh it is just turning into babies i know 
it is just turning into something that is becoming more uh relatable and because this is kind of about being like what is the last decade brought (laughs) in a way um and really that part you're talking about that that ending like bridge part is like on it's so cliche but it's like unbelievably good the part where he's like a decade lost in the motions of of romance and cheap whiskey is like i remember the first time i heard that and i was like oh my god like this is great songwriting i love that record i think it's a million times better than rented world but um that that record is absolutely just top notch so I have never noticed that line that you just quoted. Oh my god! Oh, it's on the song that so you good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like for whatever reason, it's like that line, that song. The more I listen to it, it does resonate with me lyrically. Like people just asking you, like, "Oh, are you still doing the band thing?" And I was like, "Well, I have yeah. like a full time job, but like you know, like that, yeah. yeah, but exactly. That's a good line, and that's gonna make me question." my last decade now after this podcast also happy so, happy early birthday oh ty abso <laughs> abso ty abso ty um gorge so we're gonna we're gonna lock in telling lies on number six right yeah yeah oh, okay perfect i'm the only one that has a veto <laughs> oh yeah so oh, honestly going, though i was jake. sweating i was sweating because if jake didn't like the song that rob picked i was going to be upset because then I ha- would have no choice but to feel inclined to veto. Yeah, it's a um, I, it'd be hard pressed to veto anything off of that that isn't Charlie's Army or Boy Blue. <laughs> we're so you know, like Boy Blue. A Boy Blue is fucking horrible. I was gonna, you know, oh man, we're gonna fight on, on Facebook later. I was gonna say this to you on the last episode. What? But I was gonna say we're so hard pressed, we might as well be a juicery. <laughs> Because that phrase comes <laughs> up a lot. Sorry. Okay. Um, we're going to lock it in. Uh, number six, telling lies. This is where we take a little break before we get into the top five list. This is yeah. where I'm going to go ahead and canonically say Liquid Death, if anybody who works there is listening to this podcast, yeah. give us a goddamn right sponsorship. Now. Give it to us. Send us free product and we'll do this but for real because right now a listener this is a fake ad for liquid death yeah we're but not liquid telling death, you to buy it yet. we're not not yet not yet but liquid death if you're listening we could be telling all of our listeners and there are many to there buy your many. product um just as a there's, heads up their sparkling water is my favorite yeah it's see, so good see but we technically but can't we, say that we're not buy. saying that yet so it's it <laughs> might be we could say their sparkling water might be the best sparkling We've water never in had the world. It. Um, Liquid Death, send us a couple of cases, and, and we'll, we'll let sample. you know what we think. Yeah, we'll, we'll it give, may we'll... or may not be available in Seven Eleven now across the nation. It may, may or, or may, may not. not. Wow, interesting. So find that out if Liquid Death sponsors us. So if you're listening, give us uh, free stuff. We're gonna go right back into it. Number five. No, I was gonna say because uh, we did this last time we had a person on. Put oh, Rob's in plugs middle. in the middle here. Yes. Yeah. Rob. So that people don't skip it at the end. What are you plugging today? Do you have anything to plug? Yeah, oh, you no. do. Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah. You did that yeah, cover. You... Talk about it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, um, I, as a solo artist, uh, I guess, um, Rob Lanterman is my name, and I just use my name. Shout out. Uh, I'm... I'm doing a split with uh, Dennis Jaggard of Ten Foot Pole, Seth Idol from False Idol, and Russ Worstel, who's my buddy who played in uh, Skittish Shits, Up and Adam, and now Shrug Dealer. 
we are doing an acoustic split. It comes out on vinyl via people of punk rock records in Canada, cassette via my label Hidden Home, and um, simple records for CD. Um, and I covered Dido on it, which is sick as hell. Okay, wait. So and sick. Yeah. Is, it, is that What's out up? right now? No, it comes out April 8th. Thank what you. Dido song did you cover? Is it the one? I covered Thank You. I love that Sorry, song. Sorry, I, ah! no. I didn't do White Flag. I know, because I was going to say the song from Roswell, but... Um, I think that thank, thank You is a better song. Thank You is still a fantastic song. It's good. You I know, played, it's that um, Eminem song. It is that Eminem song. It's really good. Nostalgia. I don't feel like... You know, I'm not going to shit talk my own cover. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, don't do yeah, Be proud of we yourself. We want people to listen to that. It's yeah, so no, I mean, good. It's it came, insane. It, it came out good. I um, Other than that, uh, I do run a label called Hidden Home Records, hiddenhomerecords.com, hiddenhomerecords.bandcamp.com. We're doing a lot this year, so please get cover in, my costs and in, buy our records. Get in on the ground floor um, of this new, soon-to-be worldwide enterprise. Yes, new as in sixth year going on. Yeah, uh, hey. <laughs> they don't but, know that. Um, We're brand new. We started 2021. First year, <laughs> first year, first year record label from New York City. Yeah. Um, hey man, Henry Ford was still calling Ford new in year six. Yeah. Well, you know, I've I've really wanted to be just like Henry Ford. So <laughs> we uh, we have a lot coming out this year. We're working with a band called Whippin' Shitties, another band called A Very Special Episode from New York that I'm really excited about. My band, Shrug Dealer, I'm finally going to put our record out. A guy named Dane Griffin, who used to play in a band called Merit. Uh, yeah, we're doing doing a lot. So uh, um, so that brings us right back in. Okay, I'm going to go over what we have so far, and then we'll jump into number five. Ooh. Ooh. Number 11, My Friend Chris. Number 10, Bad Things. Number nine, Mexican Guitars. Number eight, Sunday morning. Well, <laughs> I, well Sandy, mm, that's not right. Number seven, burn after writing. Number six is telling lies. And number five, Jake, what is it? What's number five? Okay, so I'm going to play my number two here. I already know what it is. And this, this is a very special song to me because um, I'm going to play this card. It yep. is my wife and I's song. And Aww. what else is it, Jake? What else is it? What do you mean? I don't know. I think that I know no, the song. I, 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 think, I think you're talking about a different song, Aww. which is my number one. Okay, um, cool. This is my wife and I's song, and it is the title track <laughs> off of After the Party, the song After the Party. Cool. This is yours and Nicole's um, song? Yes. Aw. Which is just, it, it is just a beautiful song about a uh, relationship of some kind that is, you know, um, there's a lot of music in your life. It's more about the two of you, like the, the part of the song that really sent that, like some incident for me is being like, you know, the, the, after the party, it's me and you part of the song, because that's what, what we think all the time is like when you know, we have these crazy nights of shows and doing all this stuff and going to like battle bottle rocket shows, doing backstage stuff, having this crazy night till like four or five in the morning or like our shows where we go out to the cafe and it's like, it's a really long thing. Then we go to Brian's house afterward and have fun. But it's like, yeah, like that was all fun and that was great. But it's like after all of that, the most important thing is being you like after the party, that's what matters at the end of the day is me and you. And that's what, and that's what makes this song to me is like, it's such a special 
thing. And you, just the, the chorus of the song is like so, so good. You know, that everybody wants to get famous, but you just want to dance in a basement. Just loving that thing of being like, you know, the thing that I love about you is that you just want to be this person that is just enjoying in the moment kind of deal. And that's what it's just, I, I can go on forever. This is a very special song for me. Mm. And I absolutely love it. Mm. Gorgeous. I love that. That was beautiful. And also, that just makes me want to wail my eyes out. So thanks for making me feel things in yeah. my cold, dead heart. Robert. I feel like the music video for this song also is very good and conveys that same idea. Yeah. How do you feel about this, Rob? Um, okay, so I feel like so this was on my list. Gorgeous. Um, it's also the one that when I realized I wrote 12 songs, I took it off. Um. But uh, I, th- I I think the video, for me, is really what sold the song for me, not the song itself. Um, but um, everything you said right now, I was like, oh, I was in love once, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> and the crying continues. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna fight that at all. I have no reason to fight that. Yeah, gorge. There's just for for me, it's just like, there's too many specific lines I can pick out about the way that me and my wife met. Where it was like we were very concentrated on our jean jackets and our jean and our denim vests, and there's a whole thing about jean jackets. And then it's like talking about getting drunk and talking for a long time. Don't which, ruin it. Which is something that me and my wife do. So it's just <laughs> it's like it's really long thing. I just love it. Yeah, I mean. You know, you, you, you know, it's it's really it's really interesting because like there are bands you know you know who else name drops minor threat in the song? What? Once again, Good Charlotte. True. Just wanted to just wanted to bring that up. Joel Benji, it, if you're cool. listening, I, hit us up. I think it's cool when bands know you know, I'm kinda of stealing this from my friend, but when bands know bands. Yeah, yeah, when bands know bands and they recognize and like you're like I'm just when like bands, you because I bands, like that band. When bands reference bands, when bands know bands know bands, that's culture. <laughs> I mean, bands know bands. And you know what that is, Eric? That's synergy. And you know what that is? That's growth. growth. It's growth. That's it's growth. It's synergy. It's uh, oh. it's active engagement and community. It's community building. It's community organizing. <laughs> truly, um, at the end of the day. Okay, well fucking rock and roll after the party we're sticking to it we're locking it in after the party locked in shelby you're on number four duty what's your number four i've had so many songs vetoed that at this point it's like what do i have left you know um just kidding i (laughs) i did push for one of them um so this is going to come as a shock to all of you but my choice is gates love that was my number two song yeah, Gates is a very special song to me. I don't know what about it. What I don't know what about it because when I first heard it at the time, it wasn't necessarily relatable. But it's just one of those emotion-provoking songs. Like down to the fucking the... When I hear that, my eyes well up and I don't know why. And I think that if that is how I react to a song, it's going to be probably my favorite song ever. Yeah, I'm having a hard time putting into words what this song meant for me when I heard it, but it was very special to me. (laughs) This is the song that I heard and was like, I'm going to do acoustic covers on the internet. And then I did (laughs) it the next day. How is everyone feeling about Gates? That's good. 
I think it's um Yeah, well we did a cover of it that... for your label, Rob. So I would hope you like it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was really stoked when you did that cover and um I re- I think that w- I jokingly said when we agreed to do this podcast that I was going to say that your cover was better than the original. Ooh. <laughs> um I think that uh I like it. I do like that song. I think that it's the where your heartache exists of this album. But I think it's good. I I like it. Whoa. Because I know what you meant by that. I'm a little shook. But it stays. It stays. You know why? Because everyone already vetoed me. It's true. But it it does resonate with me. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's a good song. And lyrically, it's very, very, very good. And it's a song everybody likes. I agree with you about that guitar part. I think it's just something about the chord progression maybe isn't my favorite. But yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. Jake. Jake, do you love it? Tell me you love it. Oh, I love this song. It was number seven on my list. Gorge. Um, absolutely love it. The second Fan- verse fandom. of the song I love, even though I think the second verse of the song may be the spawn of the Menzinger's meme of seeing about waitresses <laughs> and smoking. Yeah. It I is. think this may be where it started. Because, um, Eric, if you don't know, this whole meme about what, where they sing about waitresses and smoking and waitresses that smoke and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that kind of kind of thing. So wow. um I think it's but that verse is so good. It's not hard to fall for a yeah. when you both smoke smoke the same cigarettes. Emo pop punk fans love diners. Yeah they do. It's true. No, so yes, does David Lynch. People, people people talk about pizza, <laughs> pizza and friendship, but like diners. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's the third runner up for yeah. pop punk well, men, well, men's are kind of like an old you know, like old souls. Like they're past the pizza. They're they're into the the yeah. diners with the waitresses who yeah. go around roller skates. Instead and, of like yeah. basement shows, pizza and friendships, we're on to ennui, existential crises, and diner food. Mm-hmm. We're on to black coffee with a cigarette and a slice <laughs> of cherry pie. True. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That was aging good. emos uh, watching Twin this, Peaks. This is this is like this is like golfer hat punk instead of like snapback punk. Oh yeah. damn, yeah. that's true. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's a good. That's a, that. I it mean, makes sense because I like golfer hats so much more. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a there's a level of sophistication to them. Yeah. That snapbacks just can't present. <laughs> okay. I'm um, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we're locking in gates at number four. That means we are at the top three best songs I'm of nervous. the Menzingers. And you know what, Rob? It's your pick, and it is your last pick. Make it count. Why do you look so menacing oh. over there? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm scared. I'm 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 <laughs> shaking. So, I'm literally, so, um, I'm literally shaking. Okay, so here's the thing. Quivering. I actually had I actually had a lot of uh quite a bit of on the impossible past on this. Um live your truth. And you guys did you guys have mentioned I think a lot of the songs I love on that record. Um maybe not. I'm trying to remember what the other songs were, but this is a Hold On Dodge song. The only one I had. And it's Lilith Abbey. Jake, do the thing. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. Do the thing. You look so, so happy. Don't look too wait, happy. Wait, wait, wait. Do you want me to say why first before you veto it? Yeah, yes. let's, let's let him explain yeah, why first. Yeah, okay. State because your case. You should, really, you should really only veto immediately when you want to play it higher. When no, you want to play it higher. You're right. You know what, Jake? Thank you for being sensical. Rob, I'm so, so sorry. 
thank you uh so this song is uh well first of all i think that the uh the harmonies and the refrain of the song are absolutely incredible um the emotion it evokes the way that the uh, it starts with just the guitar and only harmonies and then the drums you know just kind of slowly builds into what the song becomes the idea of like losing a friend to their partner i think is really um for me i mean i haven't lost that many friends to their partners that i really care about but regardless like the way that he i think evokes that is really well is really good he uses a lot of imagery because i i read about it and i guess it was like he lost someone to like a super religious person or something like, like he lost a friend to like a religious partner or something and so he you know i think that it's like really well explained in the song and like a lot of menzinger songs the song structure is kind of weird but it's still really catchy and still tugs at your heartstrings this is absolutely my third favorite menzinger song ever so uh do what you will so i'm in a pickle and let me tell you why because i don't like this i don't like this well here's the but here's the thing what though. if i veto him and then he plays my number one and then i have to play something else and nobody has vetoes and then nobody's happy but i will say unfortunately as the commissioner you did already veto did i well he's holding you to that oh was that not wait whoa. hold on no Before i didn't we, say I mean, anything because all i said was jake i mean the thing if you feel, I didn't uh, you feel anything. like you know what actually you're correct you're correct. Oh, so do you feel like she she took her hand off the piece? No. Well, now that she's saying okay. what she did, because in my head I heard veto, but Mm-mm. you actually didn't say veto. You said Mm-mm. Jake did the still thing. Play it. Yeah. You implied it, so it doesn't count. Yes. Thank you for no. never mind. L- thank you for hearing my case and understanding. Yes. So it's it's not a veto yet. I have to say I would I would have accepted they speak of my drinking, but ever my thirst off this record because I like this that song and it's one of my favorite song titles and I have a koozie that says that on it. Um, okay, yeah, this, this song, I, I listen to this EP a lot and I'm every time this is on, I'm like, this is fine. Rob, I can't veto it, so it doesn't matter either way. But um, I have a question for you Rob. Know. Oh, no. So if yeah, I veto <laughs> this, you're going to play your number one. That's just how this game goes. Yes? Um, oof, I could play my number four. You could, but I don't know. I, th- I think I think that the, I think that the, I think that one and two are OK. I'm, let's be honest. One and two are already like set in stone for all of us. I think that we probably yeah, all have this. Yeah, I think this. that we all do know that. So, uh, Jake, I'm gonna go so, ahead. And, and ask I think you to I do think that thing. they're basically interchangeable too. I think so, you're gonna do the thing, it's... Jake. Do the thing. I'm gonna veto it. Veto. I veto it. Whoa, Don't make me regret official. this. Don't make me regret this. I, I we know what song it. I have. Number one, and we. <laughs> okay, so I just want to acknowledge. We know what. Song I feel so is. bad about this right now. This, I, this is a bad idea. This is literally the most vetoes of any episode. Yeah. This is yeah, officially four. five. Four. No, five. Really? This is Mm-mm. this is five vetoes. One, Wait, two, well, three, four. Oh, I misspelled something and I scribbled it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So you're right. Four vetoes. JK. I, I do feel it was good five. because I hold the number one spot and I feel like everybody knows what the number one song should be. And do so we? if we go against that, yeah, I think that we do. <laughs> Do we not? But okay. see, this could be a change. Number one, I think that there are two songs that are interchangeable between one and two. I, I think that we all have right. them the same. But, I don't know that you're I, right on that end, but I think they come from the same record. Here's the thing, though: is this a Sum Forty One Fat Lip Jimmy Eat World the Middle situation? What? What does that no. even mean? <laughs> the la- last week, when I thought that you guys were talking oh. about 
the mid, middle. The middle. And, and you guys were talking about, about fat lip. Fat lip, yeah. No, and I well, not even talk about fat lip. I was talking and he about wasn't even in too talking, deep. In too yeah. deep. That's right, J.K. Yeah. No, in my opinion, these are their two among fans. Probably their two biggest songs. They're both from on the impossible, on yeah. the impossible past. Yeah, and uh, I feel good about my choice. I feel like I'm gonna let people down with my number are, two. Are we gonna be okay if those two get? I don't know that because Jake, Jake has around. number two, so I don't know about one of those songs, but I know Shelby about the knows, one that matters. I know what one. Shelby Jake's knows what pick. my number one is. I yeah. do. Because okay, of, so this is, of we're certain all things in my life. Speaking certain like, things in my life that are that have uh, <laughs> references to that. So you know that we're passionate about this band because we have been well, yes. absolutely just making deals this whole episode. Yeah negotiating or Shelby, are you comfortable with jake's choices yes i am because i think i don't think it's what okay, you think it think is you... but i'm comfortable with it oh I... well that's a problem yeah. uh, <laughs> i'm gonna have to well, i'm gonna have to have to call somebody in the room so i have to have to call something in the room to to tell for us my about choice. it yeah it's a whole yeah. thing i know what it is and it's a great song okay. but i just don't know if you well, think it's what it is and that in that case, I think I'm gonna choose Shelby's number one choice for my number three. You piece of shit. Ah! <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I think I'm gonna choose. Why would um, you do this to me and not Jake? <laughs> because, because, I think these are the last two that I can get on there. Okay, uh, go for it. I'm gonna say obituaries. Oh, thank God. Oh. oh. That's what I wanted no, yeah. you to pick. That's what needed to go okay, there. Okay, okay. I'll play either. I wasn't going to play that. Yeah, I know because I know what you were going to pick, and I needed him to pick obituaries Gorge. so that I could pick the right answer. Oh, wow. This is working out. Yeah, it really yeah, is. Yeah, this is great. Whoa, Whoa. <laughs> Shelby. <laughs> go off. I love Shelby it. Shelby gamed the game. We all thought I we literally were manipulated the same song this whole that we didn't want each other to pick. Okay, yeah. cool. Everybody <laughs> allowed me to manipulate Shelby's, them. Shelby said, <laughs> Shelby said cheat codes. <laughs> I feel wrong. I'm not ever doing this again. I this love. This didn't feel good to get here, okay. guys. So now that we have obituaries <laughs> on the list, how are we feeling about obituaries? I will fuck this up. I fucking know it. Are you kidding me? So, yeah. So Charlie's <laughs> Army was on my list at the um, at like the bottom. <laughs> and then Aaron was like, why the fuck isn't obituaries on this list? And I was like, you're right. And you know where that belongs? That belongs in the top five. So how could I have ever not right. put that on my list? I, it was I think oversight. that the verses, the verses for obituaries are like peak Greg. Like, like as far as like descriptive imagery, as far as like, um, like, the, like the chorus is super repetitive and super whatever. That could be maybe overly relatable and that could be a bad thing. But because the verses are so specific, he, it it pulls the whole song together and, and it pulls the whole album together yeah sure yeah yeah i'm i'm not going to argue with that at all yeah lyrically totally yeah, um, sorry that was a complete thought no 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 i think that's fair i think it's um i think it's something that like no one wants to admit that they've everyone relates to being like oh i'm going to screw this up but no one wants to admit that they've had like that extreme of that thought but it is something that like once you hear the song and you're in like a really tight situation that's going to come into your head <laughs> and um yeah. at least for me it has so i yeah cool great song oh i'm so thrilled George, right are we locking that in let's you know what maybe oh, yeah. i'm not dying i'm just living in decaying cities yeah 
You're right. Big vibes. Big vibes. An, an, another good uh, storytelling song as yeah. well, but mm-hmm. like not super cliche the way he tells the story. Yeah. IMO. So. IMO. Emo. IMO. Um, <laughs> IMO. Emo. IMO. Uh, IMO. Emo. Emo. IMO. Um, Jake. Okay, we're logging on obituaries. Number three. That brings us to number two. Jake. Okay. Is, so can you give me a second? I mean, I guess. He's got to go get. You can someone. keep this all in. <laughs> he's got to go get someone. I don't have you. He's told this story. I know this story. You know the story. Do I? Yeah. For sure, you know. Is this story. gonna make me? Is this gonna make me it's feel so single again? It's so wholesome. No, <laughs> actually, it's not. But it will warm your heart. Oh, cool. <laughs> that was fantastic thank you for that that was so funny i was just talking so i mean it was, it was tone, a moment the tone was incredible oh cool it was a moment. <laughs> i was uh just kidding oh i was wondering if it'd be an animal so rob meet my dog what up dog this dog is named after my favorite menzinger song and the song that I'm playing at number two, <laughs> which is Casey. Okay. Such a little sweetie. Aww, hey, Casey. My absolutely, you your when, um, when we were looking for female dog names for uh, our dog, me and my wife went, we were going through like, what's a Menzinger song? And we said, oh, Casey, because that's my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of, Some of my favorite memories for the song are I would take her uh to go get food and she would sit in the passenger side of my car and i would have the windows down and i would be screaming the lyrics of the song to her while she just looked at me like the entire time uh, and i just absolutely mm-hmm. love this song i think lyrically it is fantastic she's really wanting down um <laughs> lyrically it's fantastic uh musically it's phenomenal it's just i think it's got some of greg's best lyricism in any of his songs it's just my, you know, my absolute favorite. What I think is the best of their songs. This is my number one, so I'm playing at number two. Wow, cool. Oh, I'm so pickled. Do you like Casey? Pickled, tickled, tickled, <laughs> pickled. No, I think as a verb, pickled works. I'm like in, in a pickle, I'm in orbit, pickled. guys. Um, uh, I love that song so much, so 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 much. His vocals are incredible. First of all. Ooh, did you hear that? I heard that. What was that? Aliens. Aliens. His vocals were incredible, but also I I just feel like that song really has the sentiment of not being able to shut the fuck up about somebody that you adore. And it's just so relevant to me because mm. when I adore That's someone. That's fitting. What? What'd you say? I Because I adore this dog. Yeah. It's like, <sighs> I'm. I'm very pleased. I knew that this was going to be here, but I'm still very pleased. It's such a wonderful song. Rob, do you like this song? Um, mm, I, I do. I like it Ooh. less going back to the album now, but I do like it, yeah. Um, I'm not going to argue. And, you know, the other day, so, like, since I found out I was doing this, I've been kind of revisiting this band a lot. And um, I, I watched, like, a... I watched a show where they kind of explained like where the song came from and stuff. And um, yeah, it was cool. I, yeah, I'm not going to argue with this. Um, I think (laughs) I will say there's an interview that uh, Greg did on the dude from off with their heads podcast um, around the time that after the party came out and he's like, for the record, like I've never drank and drove also. I'm not even 30 yet. (laughs) I thought that was like really, really funny. 
um also made me think of this song. agreed but uh yeah you know it, it makes me think of casey keel from wicked bears and mc casey and i'm not just saying that like i feel like i think that me and him have actually like talked about this particular song yeah before and i've known him like since before i had the label before any of that so like i yeah i i am not gonna argue with this it's a good song um, that means casey is locking it in at the number two spot and you guys know what that means that means it's time for number that one. That means number one is Shelby's pick. Shelby. <laughs> is number one Hubert? It's Hubert. That's my dog. My, my dog's name is Hubert. Um, just. <laughs> is yeah. there a Mezinger song named Hubert? No. Oh. No. But, you know, I wish. I would be That's like, Whoa. My bird. 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 Oh, he's sleeping. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right. So we know what number one is. Do I even need to say it, Eric? I don't know. Oh, wait, I, I think you do because I have no idea. Oh, I'm actually really scared. That it's not what I think it is. It, I mean, I don't know. It's good things. I think that that yes! is the best. Yes. Okay, we're good. We're like good. I said, oh. it may not be my favorite Menzinger song, but it is the best Menzinger song. I did know this. You told me earlier. Yeah, you did. I told you. Oh, because <laughs> uh, I was trying to get you to like the Menzingers. I'm so wrong. We've already kind of touched on this but the i've been having a horrible time pulling myself together and then for it to pick mm-hmm. up and for him to just scream it was a pivotal moment in time for me um as an angsty youth youth angst <coughs> yes almost almost 10 years ago now whoa uh, whoa yeah, yeah. how's yeah. everyone feeling about good things good things do we feel good things jake how do you feel about this song this was my number nine Okay, okay so was it was on your low. it was on your list. It was on my list, way lower, but still uh, on your list. It's, you know, it's yeah, it's still a it's just a phenomenal song with very few lyrics. Just one of those things where it's like I think about bands that are able to write songs that are this good with as few lyrics as possible, and this is like a perfect mm-hmm. example of that. Like the and it's just perfect the way they cut it up with the like when we would take rides in your American Muscle Car oh, part. Yeah. Just to change things up. And it just makes me think, it's that visual storytelling. It makes me think of being a teenager, bombing around in a friend's car. Like mm-hmm. just, you know, just, I don't know. It, it, the way that they, that Greg visually paints a story is like absolutely phenomenal. And th- this is the start of that kind of in, in on this record. And it's just, it's yeah. so good. And if you go see this band, when they play this song, it is like the crowd is like singing so loud. It's like hard to hear the actual band playing. It is insane. Because everybody in the world has been having a horrible time pulling themselves together. Yeah. yeah. Also the line, I felt American for once in my life and I never felt it again. Ooh, Ooh that's great. That's <laughs> good. That's a cool line. What a cool line. What a very real line. Once you get older and realize how much of a fucking sham it is. Yeah. How it's all fake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fake as fuck. Rob, how do you feel? I love this song. This is this was a top ten song of all time for me. I is think. this what you were hoping I would pick? Back in, yes. Okay. Um yeah, this was my number bangers one. On bangers. Um I think that this song, um, you know, this is the one that I found that like really got me into the Menzingers. Um going through my first like long-term relationship breakup right and like everything about it just the the way he sings in the beginning with the guitar part and like like this is the perfect song to bring me in this band surprisingly the bridge is actually the 
probably my least favorite part of the song, the one that you guys were just talking really? about. Um, yeah, yeah, it just felt it just felt forced to me um, a little bit. But like, yeah, I think it's interesting, like listening to the because they did those they did like the acoustic EP or whatever it was around the time they put this out, where they had like a different version of the song. And I think the way he fed the line into that was maybe to my ears better. But at the same time, like this is one of my favorite songs of all time. I think that it's perfect i think that it, i think it speaks numbers that band like like i remember like a bayside covered this and bayside's like a band that's like 10 to 15 years older than the men's singers yeah. already had a career covering it. i think that speaks numbers to how good this song is and i think yeah i am so glad this is chosen as number one it's one i go back to whenever i whenever i'm having a hard time uh, <laughs> and like trying not to say because it it's so cheesy but like it yeah. it is really when I started playing shows like by myself without our band, I would cover it. It's which again, really cheesy, but amazing song. Also, I cannot go. I cannot in good faith go through this whole podcast. And then, then especially picking this song without mentioning my dear friend, Ilya, who mm-hmm. <laughs> hates the Menzinger so much, um, like with a fiery passion. And when we were talking about it, I was like, what about good things? you really hate that song and he said i heard this song live and i almost fell asleep um <laughs> i know jake so, um anyway i'm not even gonna comment on it yeah we got are we the... canceling them no no i love not. Ilya. we love, we love uh, Ilya so much but i remember really... when we were on tour and um anna came out and i was like listen to it in the hotel room and i listened to it like four times yeah we were all there jake actually <laughs> i don't know if eric were you eric might not have been there but i was definitely where was there. i I don't know. What where, where, what city were we in? We were in Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene. Oh, did oh. I go do something? No, I was there. there. I was making a little video. I think it was there. Yeah. It's video. so a video. It's just so It's good. so funny that I was in Coeur d'Alene when you guys put that show and I didn't know it. And then I Yeah, nobody in that whole fucking town knew it. Yeah, nobody did. Nobody Honestly, fucking knew it. That was I, my that was my first place that I ever played on tour was that same place you played. Yeah, and did also, you have anybody there? is not like what was there anybody there? No, like, at your show. And, <laughs> no, no, of course not. <laughs> and yeah, like, so, and sidebar, because like what happened was some some local college girl played acoustically or something, right? And she brought like forty and, people, and there was like maybe like twenty to thirty people there. Yeah. No, there was a lot of people. Yeah, I there felt, was a like. lot and of then people. As she soon left. as she was done, she left, and they all vamoosed they, out of there. They but all we left with got her. all of the money from the door. Yeah, we so did. That was we got all the money, so who gives a and shit? We, we played got paid. for ourselves and the coffee person the barista yeah who wow. was stoked i dude i literally went to that coffee house and i was there too <laughs> was really like, oh my gosh i love yeah i was just like i was like this is where i played my first show tour and like i got coffee and like sat by myself and worked for a while and playing. i was like no way i mean um, honestly i would have loved if you happened to be there <laughs> And it was just, we're playing a show for you, and you're like, hey, guys. And we're like, hey, what's up? If there was anybody there, they would have gotten a really special show, too. Yeah. Yeah, I I was was interpretive dancing during the Sad Girls show. Well, also, those, like, three kids who had a special show until they were like, is it okay if we leave? (laughs) Because they were so, they felt so, they felt, like, so bad that everybody else had left. And they're like, hey, great. And then they, like, left at a certain point. You don't have, like, it's fine. I think it was in between bands. Was it in between bands that they bounced? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we're talking about Calypso's coffee. Calypso, uh, yeah. that's the one. Shout yeah, out yeah. Calypso's. Shout out Calypso's. Even they're, the person that nice. helped me book that show didn't go. 
Coeur d'Alene has some like really bad history in it. Yeah, and um, they're like hella racist, people... right? It's just like big well, white yeah, supremacist. Yeah, like the whole Ruby Ridge thing happened in that area <gasps> and like, like oh, I hate lake and stuff. And like my my ex girlfriend was working there for the summer and like people would leave like little racist pamphlets and like the groceries like leave them like she worked at a grocery store and they'd like leave them in the aisles between like the food items and stuff that's so scary yeah it's weird um that lake is beautiful but knowing that history after having been there i'm like oh i would have felt right that would have been so bizarre. well i'm not i'm not actually sure if it's that lake or a different one nearby there's like two lakes there's like hayden lake and there's like the Coeur d'Alene lake but i think they're different maybe they're the same i don't you know what just i'm from idaho i don't know anything about it so just like ignore me hell yeah i had a fantastic time roller skating there it was fun back when people made fun of you for roller skating did i make fun of you no but people did oh okay cool as long as i wasn't the one yeah um Um, lot okay yeah well we got the fucking list how rad we did it so I'm going to run through this and then we're going to hit up discards real quick and then we're going to let you go because I know it's like 11 o'clock. Um, Deal. Number 11, My Friend Chris. Number 10, Bad Things. Number 9, Mexican Guitars. Number 8, Sunday Morning. I keep wanting to say Sandy. My goodness. Sunday Morning. Number 7, Burn After Writing. Number 6, Telling Lies. Number 5, After the Party. Number 4, Gates. Number 3, Obituaries. Number 2, Casey. And number 1, Good Things. This is the best... Mezinger songs of all time. Rob, what did you have on your discards list that didn't make the list? Okay, so I want to show you um, my whiteboard <laughs> of Menzinger oh songs. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, it's art. So this is what I got. Oh, are you taking a picture? Yeah. I can just you were send so it to you if you want. Jake didn't even write a, um, Jake Margo didn't even write a list when he came on the gate, <laughs> when he came on the pod for the first time. Winging it. Dude, dude you know what I think about Jake? <laughs> no i love him uh uh he he took me to one of my first workshop bars in new york and i adore him um and his elvis hair uh so so again i made a list of 12 um the ones that didn't make it on were mail call off of uh the second record the first song on the first record which is uh alpha kai falls off the balcony which to that's me good, is like Okay, so there's there was like a recent interview with Brendan Kelly where he said after the party was the hardest working punk rock song. I disagree. I think it's Alpha Kai falls off the balcony. That is the hardest working punk rock song of the last like fifteen. Oh man, it's twenty twenty one. Yeah, no, fifteen years. Um, I had this surprised me when I was going back through their discography. I had. I can't seem to tell on there. That was on my long list, but did not make okay. it to the short list. Um, the way the vocals go in that song, like, first of all, I'm a big fan of like the occasional, like a jumpy song like that. But also like the lyrics to that song are just like the way they put it in is very like piebald esque. I'm a big piebald fan. And it was just, I don't know. It just, it got me. So, um, going back through, I was surprised at how much I like that song, but I love it. And so those are the only three that didn't make it on. Wow. For my list. That's why I was like, a very, was very happy for most of this. I didn't have to put up with any song that I hated. This is so funny. So. What? So almost all of my songs made it to the list at some point before being veto, except for one. You've only had one song that's on the list? 
What? No. 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 Oh, my oh, entire list through. made it to our list at to some, some point. extent. Yes. But oh, I got vetoed. Inc- incredible. Um. So the only one that didn't make it. Oh, and Jake picked one of them, too. Um, the only one that didn't make it was my only song from After the Party on there, which was Black Mass. That song is Black I'm Mass. S- I'm sorry, you cut out. Black Mass. Black Mass. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Black Mass. <laughs> I heard you the other four times. <laughs> black yeah. Mass, Black Mass. Black yeah, mass. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a bit. Come on, guys. Uh, yeah. It's called comedy. Ever heard of it? <laughs> and, that, and that was still number 10 on my list because I couldn't justify putting it much higher. Uh, but I love that song. It's one of their slower. I'm a uh, one second. <laughs> I don't remember which one it is. We used to get really? High st- we used to get high and stare at the moon and moon and wonder how long it would take to walk to. But now that's just the distance between me and you. She, she so, was having a moment. A mom. So you you're a lyrics first person then. Often, oh, me and Shelby both Oftentimes, are. yeah. J- that's where okay, Jake okay, and I's okay, synergy cool. ends up yeah. going well. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And the Menzingers are a lyric first band, I think, in a lot of ways. So yeah. I like that makes complete sense. Jake. So there were only three that didn't make the list. Um Shout my number out. eleven was my number eleven was Where Your Heart Exists. Almost made the <laughs> list, but it didn't. <laughs> Um, You're but welcome. I'm glad that the song that made it in, in its place is there because it's also a great song. Black Mass was my number ten. Synergy. Wow, oh, such synergy! Incredible. Yeah, I love that song. Love it. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, and the number one song that I think didn't make the list that I think is a fucking war crime. Yeah, I don't know that song. I am. I feel is like I do. Sun Hotel. Yeah, that's a great yeah. song. That's a great Ooh, song. A resounding meh from Rob. That song I mean, it, is so good. phenomenal. I'm That's pretty sure this corner me. of the world is the loneliest corner in the whole world. Okay. Is okay. one of the best lines ever written. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. But you know, it's good. But you know what I was saying about like how the Menzingers write really good parts? Like, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about that song. And it's not that it's bad. Like, I do like that song. It's just, like, that's the best part of that song. And there are other songs with, um, where, the, where the whole song makes me feel that way and not just that part. And it's just so crazy because I feel in my core that when they wrote that song, they were broke. And I just don't feel like they're broke anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah. That feels also, you know what? It's still possible that they're broke. It's they're punk famous. Possible, but... yeah. Shout out to Sun Hotel Part 2. Shout out. Shout out that song. Yeah. Um, I think that about wraps this up. Yeah. Wow. All of us had a lot of our songs make it on. Lousy them. advice yeah. podcast Menzingers episode. I almost said Menzingers again. Didn't. Um, what a treat. This was great. I'm gonna go listen to all of this now. Probably maybe. Um, <coughs> if you're listening to this, check out Hidden Home Records. Check out. Um, wait, what is the release called again? Go to AcousticSplit.com. <laughs> Whoa. Go to AcousticSplit.com. Uh, check out Shrug Church. Uh, we're the Lousy Advice Podcast. Shrug. Shrug Dealer. Shrug- oh, my God. Did I say Shrug Church? <laughs> Shrug Dealer. Yeah. My God. See, that's me confusing the two. You're um, really nice. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're a band. Lousy Advice. Go check us out. Hit us up. Uh, give us five stars on every platform you can. Um, and write a little note because you love us. And also, uh, Liquid Death, give us a give us money. Uh, give us stuff. 
please and thank you um <laughs> check us out on the nostalgia network.com check out our other shows uh super cute super cool um what else do we say is that it good night folks that's all that's all folks okay uh, I'm going to stop recording. Bye. Thank you. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit the nostalgianetwork.com for more.